Hey, welcome to the Kingdom Dynamics Podcast. God is a spirit, and you are a spirit who is living in a body that is trapped in a three-dimensional world, limited by time and space. But your spirit man, your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions will live forever. One day, you are going to see God. His name is Jesus Christ. He is the king of the kingdom of God, which is a government. It is a city. It is a country that will never end. Heaven will end. Earth will end. But his words will never pass away. We have the amazing privilege to not only know God through Jesus Christ, but to be as God on the earth. We are the image of God, and we have got to be born again by the Holy Spirit. We return to the original image of God, and we begin to proclaim the kingdom has arrived. Hey, church, I just want to help you guys today, make it a little bit easier for you to to live this life. The only purpose of this life is to know God, to to exalt him, to bring him glory, to expand the kingdom government on earth that is in heaven. Remember, we were made from the earth. Man did not originate in heaven. Mankind, that's you and I, we live on the earth and we were given the earth. We were never taken out of heaven. So heaven is not our destination. I repeat, heaven is not your destination. Your destination is to remain on the earth. Okay, we see that clearly in the book of Genesis. We see that clearly in the book of Revelation. God's permanent, eternal position will be on earth with mankind. Revelation chapter 22. There will be a new heaven and a new earth, and God and heaven and earth will be on the earth It'll be combined. That's the collusion. That is the, co- the, the combination, the reconciliation. Everything is separate right now. Everything's separate, but everything will be combined. That's why Jesus taught us to pray, your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. So God is bringing, and there are hundreds of scriptures about it, God is is, is bringing all things unto Christ. All things are coming under his feet. All people are becoming reconciled. The two become one. Man and woman become one flesh. The church becomes one with God as we're caught up in the clouds. So Jesus taught us to pray, and he prayed to the Father that we would be one as he is one. And Colossians and Hebrews talks about Everything exists and consists and has its being in Christ and everything is coming into Christ. Paul says that the, that the Gentile and the Jew become one man in Christ. So we become one and everything is about that, you know, recombination. So the way that that helps you today on earth is that don't get distracted about what's going on in the news or in the media. It is completely irrelevant. Okay, yes, there's some biblical prophecy stuff to do with Israel and 
I'd be worried if I was America right now because they are not supporting Israel. They are giving nuclear weapons to their enemies. That's very bad. And these will have permanent and dire consequences because America is not mentioned in the Bible. So that's a problem. But what I'm saying is you are responsible for your own beliefs. That's what this is entirely about. Jesus said it's your faith that made you well. He said, come and follow me. It requires a choice. He said, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He said, ask the Father, and he'll give you the Holy Spirit. So everything to do with our life on earth has to do with our decision to choose to believe. The greatest sin is unbelief. Remember, the Jews believed in God. The Pharisees believed in God. The devil believes in God. The demons believe in God. The Pharisees knew the Bible, but they didn't know God. There's a difference between believing in God and knowing God. That's why Jesus will say on that great day, I never knew you. It doesn't matter how much church you go to. It doesn't matter how many scriptures you'd memorized. What matters is your faith. It's your faith. Jesus said we need faith the size of a mustard seed. He rewarded the faith of the centurion because he understood authority. He understood his position in the kingdom of Rome and he understood Jesus' position. Faith is understanding. Faith is understanding. Faith is standing under. A child has faith that they can stand under the protection and the provision of their parents. They don't wonder whether they're going to get food or whether they're going to get, you know, covering in, in their bed, a blanket. They know because they have a relationship. And you and I are called to be sons of God. Revelation 3.18, I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire. Do you see that it's our responsibility to buy from him gold? He's counseling us to buy from him gold so that you can become rich and white clothes to wear so that you can cover your shameful nakedness and self to put on your eyes so that you can see. So Jesus is standing at the door and he's knocking. He's telling us that we are unaware of our nakedness and we've got to come to him. We've got to run to him. The Bible says, you know, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Okay, we please God by putting on Jesus. We put on Jesus by receiving him and we receive him by believing in him. Belief is the same as receiving. It's the same muscle. John chapter 7, verse 37, on the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood in a loud voice and said, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. There again, it's an invitation, but it's our choice to respond. Revelation 3.20, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone opens the door, I will come in and eat with him. See, again, it's our choice. It's our decision. Matthew 11.28, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. So we have got to choose to believe. We have got to come to him. We have to believe. Listen, everything that is happening 
in the earth is about people who are exchanging the truth for a lie. We're, we're exchanging democracy for communism. We're exchanging capitalism for the one world government human slavery system. Humans have just recently been branded as property by pharmacaea. Okay? We're exchanging heterosexuality for some sort of fluid, you know, gender identity, you know, multi-sexual weird ideology. We, we've exchanged the truth for a lie. And you and I as Christians have got to exchange all of the lies for the truth. We have to be taking every thought captive into the obedience of Jesus Christ. So as Christians, we, like Jesus in the temptation in Matthew chapter 4, we come back at the lies with the truth. God said, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the Father's mouth. God said, worship God and, and no other. So God is, is he's, you are empowered to speak the truth. And that is what you do. As a Christian, your job is to speak. As a Christian, your job is to proclaim the truth. Jesus gave the good testimony to Pontius Pilate. He said, I am a king. And for this reason, I was born. When you come up against the political spirit, you, you speak the truth. Homosexuality is a sin. You know, Islam is a false religion. Okay? How come every single Hollywood movie says Jesus Christ as a swear word? But if anyone was to use Muhammad's name in vain, it would be the end of the world. I mean, it would be, it would be over. You know, we have to say peace be upon his name. But, but every movie on TV says Jesus Christ as a swear word. This should not be. I mean, why? Because it's a political spirit. It's an antichrist spirit. The whole world is under the sway of the evil one. You and I have got to identify ourselves as citizens of the kingdom of God, citizens of the kingdom of heaven by our voice. We speak the truth. We can do it gently, we can do it prophetically. We can do it with actions without even speaking. But we are a voice. And our voice locates our citizenship. People should know who you are, where you come from, what you stand for by speaking. Don't put your light under a table. Right now, there is great darkness. But it means that our light is shining even brighter than ever before Isaiah chapter 60. When people don't know what a male or female is, when people don't know what, what heterosexuality is, when people don't know that monogamy is a choice, when people don't know Jesus Christ, when you're not allowed to tell people that they've got an immune system, when you're not allowed to tell people that there's a better way, that is the time to speak. We have to be speaking the truth. It's preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. But you can tell people the truth, that they can be celibate until they're married. 
that they can be heterosexual, that God made them male and female. You can tell people that Jesus Christ is the truth, the way and the life. You can tell people that they don't have to carry their phone with them everywhere they go. They don't have to take the mark of the beast. I want you to choose God today. It is a faith decision. It is a muscle. You've got to develop it. You've got to seek first the kingdom. You've got to ask. You've got to knock. You've got to receive. You've got to pick up the Bible and read it and read it out loud. You've got to take that sword and strike that chain. The word of God is living and active. I said the word of God is living and active. What it means is the Holy Spirit is never not speaking to you. Jesus is never not speaking truth to you. He's never not encouraging you. He's never not interceding for you. He's always speaking. The word of God is always active. The Holy Spirit is always ready to heal. He's always ready to raise the dead. He's always, always, always living and active. And he's always dividing. The kingdom divides. Don't try and be a yes man. Don't try and be polite. Be kingdom. Jesus pulled out a whip and disrupted the religious system. He disrupted the political system. He confronted the Pharisees. He said, you're a brood of vipers. He said, Satan is your father. He said, you're going to die in your sins. (laughs) Come on. You know, he told Pontius Pilate that he was a, a king. And he said, I mean, it was a violent confrontational statement for him to say, I could call legions of angels to set me free right now. He was flexing his muscles, even though he was not going to use them. You and I have got to choose to believe today. The ultimate responsibility is what are you going to do with the word of God? What are you going to do with what he has given you? And I'm telling you the truth, on judgment day, you will be shocked at how much he gave you. You have everything you need. You have the mind of Christ. You have the Holy Spirit. You have the Son of God. You have the blood of Jesus Christ that cleanses you from all sin. All the power of sin is broken. All your sins are forgiven. All your sicknesses are healed. You have been given the keys to the kingdom. You've been given the Holy Spirit. You've been given wisdom. You've been given boldness. You've been given gifts. You've been given the body of Christ. And if you live in Australia or America, you've been given an incredible safety net and welfare system and healthcare system and food and water and protection and military might. I mean, you and I have got no excuse. We owe no one anything but to love one another. We, we've got to take responsibility to partner with God to get, out, to get out of debt, get out of physical debt, get out of emotional debt, get out of mental debt, get out of social debt. Some of you have made commitments to people and parties and groups and clubs that you need to get out of because it's wasting God's resources. It's wasting his time because you're spending time in a club or in a society that's not advancing the kingdom of God. Jesus said to seek first the kingdom of God. Some of you need to get off medication because you are not effective. You're dulled down. You're drugged. You're you're dependent. God wants you to be independent. You don't have to be on medication. He can heal you. 
Don't wait until you've got cancer and three months to live before you ask for prayer. Don't accept tinea. Don't accept tinnitus. Don't accept a headache. Don't accept a toothache. Why do you go to the dentist with a, with a filling, with a hole in your teeth? Why can't God heal your teeth right now? See, this is a choice to believe. You need to get out of financial debt by being led by the Spirit of God. Listen, there is no answer to deliverance. There is no answer to healing other than the person of Jesus Christ. Whether God heals you through a miracle or whether he heals you through a doctor, whether your debt is paid off by hard work or whether it's paid off by a donation, every deliverance, every healing comes through your personal relationship with Jesus Christ as he takes your hand and walks you into freedom. He walks you out of debt and he wants to walk you out of debt. You can be totally free today. In fact, I'd say you can be totally free in 12 months from now as you walk with Jesus hand in hand, as you wake up every morning and say, I know nothing but to love you, God. I know nothing but Jesus Christ crucified. I'm not going to do anything until I pray in tongues, until I get out of my mind. I'm not going to do anything. And I'm going to wake up early and pray in tongues for two or three hours or whatever it takes so that I'm actually on fire and I'm going to obey you, God, when I'm at work. When you say to do this or to do that or to not do this or to not do that, I'm going to obey you. We become on fire and this is what he's doing. He's displacing us. He's disconnecting us from the world system. He's separating us now so that when things get tough, when things get ridiculously bad, when there are wars and rumours of wars and earthquakes and famines and various pestilences, when, when people are turning each other over to the authorities because of their differences of opinions, you will be able to slip through the crowd like Jesus Christ. You will be able to be lowered through the wall in a basket like Paul. Or in prison, you'll be able to praise God because you don't care, because you've already let go. There's nothing that holds you to this world. Let me pray, Father, I just want to thank you for Jesus Christ, the King of the kingdom of, of heaven, the King of kings, the King of earth. God, I want to thank you that this person listening is able, they can feel it now, they can feel the pressure right now to be a soldier like Timothy, to put off the old way, to put on the new way, to shake off everything that, that hinders, to be violent. God, help them to make a decision to be violent, to take the kingdom by force. Help them to make a decision to take every thought captive, to be disciplined and to be diligent in their reading and understanding of the word of God that they would be violent to enter the rest. They'd be violent in their waiting on you. They'd be violent in their pursuit to be gentle, to be a peacemaker, that they would, would aim to and, and, and make an effort to be just like Jesus Christ, that they would walk as Jesus walked, that they would love. We remember, God, that, that to know you is to love you. And if we know you, that we will be like you. We show that we're your disciples by bearing much fruit. We show that we're your disciples by obeying you. We show you our love by obeying you. You said if we love you, we will obey you.
If we love you, we will love our brothers. If we hate our brothers, then we don't even know you, God. So God, would you change us? Would you bless us? Would you perform a miracle inside of us by forming Christ inside of us as we go from one degree of glory to another? Thank you, Lord. Let it be done according to your word. Let your church become just like Jesus, every spot and every blemish removed. We receive it. We receive your help. We receive your grace today in Jesus' name. Amen. I bless you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Speak to you soon.